Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thank you very much indeed for your company. Whether you are watching on Talk TV and listening on Talk Radio, it is as always lovely to have your company on what is, we're told, set to be another swelteringly hot day. Well, for a lot of the country anyway. We'll be talking about the heat wave a little bit later, maybe because I just want the weather update on whether or not we can have our party for my husband's 50th on Saturday night, because, you know, still worried about that. Uh, and uh, let's face it, we're going to be talking an awful lot this morning about Rwanda. And, well, people not getting to Rwanda. 130 people were supposed to be on a flight to Rwanda yesterday. It was uh, a flight on a Boeing 767. cost you and me, taxpayer, £500,000 to charter. It was booked to take off from an MOD airport in Wiltshire called Boscombe Down. And it was due to take off at 10.30pm last night. As it was, over the days and weeks, we lost 130 people down to, well, seven in the evening. Seven people booked to go on that flight. After numerous high court, appeal court challenges, it went to the European Court of Human Rights in Strasbourg. And late last night, they gave a ruling that no one should be put on that flight and that flight should not depart until at least the High Court in the UK had had time to look at conditions in Rwanda and to basically review the whole policy. So, first flight to Rwanda cancelled. Rwanda, uh, though, still waiting to take uh, those uh, those British, uh, well, those migrants arriving here in Britain. Priti Patel, the Home Secretary, said she was disappointed. And she says preparation for the next flight begins now. A number of those who were taken off that flight last night will be put on the next one. But I want to know from you today, do you think that um, those flights will ever take off? And what's your reaction to the European Court of Human Rights basically cancelling that flight? Do get in touch. Tweet me at Talk TV, or you can text me on 8722 and uh, put the word talk at the beginning. And I'd love to get your reaction. I have a funny feeling there's going to be quite a lot of it today. Uh, Ali Mirage is joining me also this morning. He's a political commentator. Great to have you in the studio. Thank Always you. a pleasure, Julie. Thank you for joining us. Um, what's your reaction to that flight being cancelled? Are you surprised the flight didn't end up going? Uh, I think it was touch and go. Uh, no, I'm not completely surprised because we know there are a number of legal challenges coming forth. Uh, but when you've got a situation, Julia, where the Supreme Court, Court of Appeal and High Court of all uh, considered this and ultimately it was it was decided that it should have happened. And then you've got European judges yet again interfering in this matter. It's, it's certainly political. And what it shows to me, uh, Julia, is that you can take the UK out of Europe, but you can't take Europe out of the UK. It is important to stress that this is not the European Court of Justice. It's not an EU court. This is this is part of the European Convention yeah. on Human Rights. We signed up to this. Um, 
And, um, and, and, you know, Boris Johnson made it very clear yesterday that it, it very well may be, he said, only is asked about it, necessary for the UK to withdraw from this European uh, Court of Human Rights. Uh, 47 countries each have a judge who represents them, but effectively is, is appointed individually. I have to say, the, the calibre of some of these people, I mean, I've got more legal um, knowledge than a lot of these people, frankly, and I really don't have much legal knowledge. But, I mean, the fascinating thing here is seven people were going to, we whittled down from 130, Seven people supposed to be on this flight. None of them left. But yesterday, 300 migrants arrived on boats across the channel. A very, you know, calm, warm day. We're going to see more and more of the boats arriving in the coming months. The summer months are always much busier than the winter and spring. Um, you know, seven didn't go, 300 more in. And those are the stats that the people in this country are going to be looking at. If they're not the bleeding art liberals writing The Guardian or the BB or on the BBC on Sky News, these, I'm sorry, but most people, we've seen the polling again and again and again showing that uh, people want something to be done about this. Whether or not they support the specific policy of the flights, there comes a point where they say, well, what are we going to do? Because, I'm sorry, we don't want, we don't we don't want tens of thousands of, of young men, able-bodied young men, which they largely are. I mean, you know, BBC always seems to manage to find a bit of footage of a little baby when, the, you know, 90% of the people coming across are, are young men. Um, we just don't want these men walking up on our shores. They're not the most desperate people. They're coming from France. And I think most people would agree with me in this country. Well, they're not our problem. Well, they're trying to enter the uh, UK illegally, uh, Julia. And if you, well, you, are... you and I can't come in and out without a passport. No, indeed. And, and if you're genuinely fleeing persecution, you would have thought that they would take refuge in the first safe country in which they go. Uh, they're coming from France. Uh, we've been giving the uh, French £50 million pounds, uh, and endless discussions have been going on, on the, with the French for a couple of years on this issue. Nothing's happened. 30,000 people made that crossing last year. And remember, back in November, 27 people sadly and tragically lost their lives. These people are being exploited by unscrupulous people smugglers. And when you hear Prince Charles privately allegedly uh, said it was appalling, what's really appalling is that the people traffickers are exploiting uh, people who are desperate uh, and indeed uh, putting their lives at risk. So this is completely wrong. And on the on the um, public uh, sentiment uh, point, uh, Julia, we know that 44%, according to the latest YouGov poll, are in favour of it, 40% against. So it's finely balanced. But of Conservative voters, that number goes up to 75% in favour. 75% in favour. So the government knows that this is a red meat issue for its core yeah. supporters, and it has to be seen to be grasping the issue. Well, this is it. You know, how much of this is just a sort of, look over there, you know, don't talk about Partygate anymore, talk about this. Now, this, I accept, has far more impact on people's lives. Although I would say... Genuinely, my anger about lockdowns and, and, and Partygate is is you know being lied to in integrity, but also also the fact that I was locked in my home, you were locked in your home, and they were all having parties. So I mean, people being locked in their homes, I think, rather bigger impact on us than even tens of thousands of migrants turning up. But but the the, the key thing for me here is that you know. This is an issue. This this has been an issue for years. Anyone raising these sorts of issues when people are coming across in lorries or you know on the channel, uh, Channel Tunnel, um, was again you, you're always accused of being racist. I mean that that word is just thrown out. People just you know, it's good morning, racist. I mean anything. Anyone expressing any concern about mass migration, even even uncontrolled mass migration from the EU from white people, they were also racist. Anyone saying that like you know I don't think these people should be processed here and um, saying they well, okay they, lots of these people from you know North Africa. Going, being taken or, or merely taken to Africa. That apparently is terribly racist. I, I don't understand why. It, it, it's difficult to keep up. I was, I was thinking yesterday, you know, the liberal left in particular, you know, they, at the same time as saying, 
this country, Britain, is this horrible racist country, with this evil colonial past, and, and no one can be safe here because it's so awful. At the same time, we have such a proud history in this country of offering refuge to anybody, and we can't possibly send people to another country like Rwanda because this is a much better country and the only place that can offer a safe refuge to the people. I mean, not even France isn't a safe place for these people. I mean, they're holding these two completely conflicting ideas in their heads at the same time. Well, Julia, I think you're very right to point out this uh, tendency of word inflation. Everyone's yeah. racist now, from people who just genuinely want to control their borders to people who are genuinely racist. I mean, there's no everyone on the spectrum so you can't actually differentiate where the real problem well, is well the word stops having any meaning exactly I mean, for me also I, mean, I i don't have any issue i couldn't care less what color someone's skin is it's totally utterly irrelevant i do care whether or not they are people who are genuinely in need i sort of like ukrainian refugees you know being coming over on a temporary basis you know um, things like that but but also i also care about whether people are going to make a contribution to this society are they going to be, you know, next We're told, like, we've got this massive skill shortage. We need these young people. Oh, are these people all plumbers and engineers and doctors and, and radiographers? Because I'm... I'm sorry, I don't think they are. Well, the other thing is, Julia, look, it, it, that's all very well, but you can't be abusing the asylum system just because you're seeking a better life. You're an economic migrant. Now, well, we're you... told these people are. We're told well, that the majority of these people, when they go through our asylum system, they actually do get granted asylum. Yeah, but, yeah, but the, the thing is, a lot of them, as you pointed out, are single men, and you would have thought that either, you know, you left your family back in a camp. I mean, that's a bit odd if you're genuinely fleeing persecution, right? Yeah. So it, it is it is rather strange. But fundamentally, we've got a problem here we need to sort out. We need to get tough. And you talk about the proud history we've got. Remember in the early 70s, Idi Amin kicked out the Ugandan Asians. Mm -hmm. A lot of them came here, Second World War. We have a proud history. And when people talk about safe and legal routes, we've got several schemes going on. We've got the Hong Kong scheme. We've got the Afghan scheme. We've got various family reunion well, we're schemes. Told, we're told those don't work. But the other key thing is, of course, you know, even if those schemes did work, there would still be people who pay the people smugglers because they know they wouldn't get in any other way. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.